Hey, this is Rodney Gage. I'm the pastor of Rethink Life Church in Orlando, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out today. I hope it encourages and inspires you to live with a new perspective, make better choices, and have a greater impact with your life. Here's today's message. Hi, everyone, and happy Mother's Day. Thank you for joining us for this amazing online experience. It's been a great week at Rethink Life Church. We've been able to serve our community. And also yesterday, we had an old-fashioned Mother's Day parade where we just celebrated the moms, and we were able to bless some of our single moms in our church, and it's just been such a fun week. So thankful for our dream team and our staff and all they've been doing to serve our community. Also, Today, we're, we're known for our photo booths, especially our Mother's Day photo booths. And so this year, we didn't want to make it any different. We wanted to give you guys the opportunity to take pictures with your family. So we did a digital photo booth for you. You can actually download our Instagram filter where you can uh, create pictures with your family that are all set with the Mother's Day theme. And also, you can um, download just digital copies of the photo booth where you can put your your own picture in there. And all of that is found at rethinklife.com backslash Mother's Day. And you can get all that information there if you're on Facebook Live. Um, our service host is going to put that information there and those links for you right there. So make sure to take advantage of that today. Well, today I want to talk to you about how to hold on to faith as a mother. You know, Mother's Day 2020 is nothing we ever dreamed, imagined, or could have ever expected. It's something different that we ever even thought could be. But today, I want to remind you of how we can hold on to faith during this time. Last week, Pastor Rodney talked about Joseph, how he is in that great hall of faith and when we're surrounded by that great cloud of witnesses, and he used the analogy of us running the race of life and running the laps of life, and how Joseph came down from the stands and encouraged us last week. If you missed that message, I highly encourage you to watch it. And today, I want to talk about somebody else who is in that hall of faith. Her name is Jochebed, and she is the mother of Moses. And there's a lot that we can learn from her because she actually put herself in quarantine. And it was so interesting as I've been thinking about her and thinking about her life and what she might would say to us if she came down from the stands and she ran a lap with us as mothers. And today I want to talk to you about that because she, we learned her story in Exodus 1 and 2. Exodus 1 tells us that Pharaoh uh, commanded that all the Hebrew nation killed their baby boys. He was afraid that they were going to start to take over, and he was extremely concerned about it. So he went to extreme measures and told everyone they had to throw their baby boys into the Nile River. And Jochebed, she had a different kind of faith, and she challenged the norm of her day. She decided to self-quarantine for three months. She hid her baby boy for three months. And it says in Hebrews that it was by faith 
that she hid her baby boy. And so I think that she would have such encouragement to give us today because she knows what it's like to be in quarantine. She knows what it's like to live by faith. So today I wanna just encourage you with some thoughts that I think she might would share with us. And the first is moms, you're doing better than you think you are. You know, we live in a time and age where we're comparing ourselves to everybody else. With social media, uh, we, it's a daily. We're seeing what others are doing. And, you know, with all that's come down on us the past couple of months, the expectations have been placed upon us, and it's overwhelming what some moms are having to do. They, they never studied to be uh, a homeschool mom, but all of a sudden they're a homeschool mom and uh, they're leading a business. All of a sudden, sudden they are uh, bringing home their children from college and, and they are helping to try to encourage their college student that, that they're going to make it and to go ahead and finish uh, those online courses. And there's so much pressure that is on us as moms right now. But I just want to encourage you that you're doing better than you think you are. If you're listening to me today, if you have breath in your lungs, you've got a roof over your head, you've got your children around you, you're doing better than you think you are. Be encouraged today. I love what the scripture tells us in Philippians um, and also in, in Revelation. I just want to remind you, looking at my notes here, that, that we have an accuser. And he likes to tell us what we're doing wrong. Uh, Revelations 12.10 tells us that, that he is the accuser of the brethren and he accuses us to God. And, and he reminds us of our faults and our failures. Not only do we uh, have issues of reminding ourselves of our challenges, we also have a true enemy that is accusing us before God day and night. But I want to remind you that also on the throne is Jesus. And Jesus is praying for us. The Bible says that he came to give us life and life to the full. And he's reminding us of who we are, that we are his masterpiece created in Christ Jesus to do the great things that he planned for us long ago. And I just want to remind you of that today and encourage you with that today, that you're doing better than you think you are. Philippians 1.6 says, there has never been the slightest doubt in my mind that the God who started this great work in you will keep it Keep at it and bring it to a flourishing finish on the day that Christ Jesus appears. You're going to finish the race. You're doing better than you think you are. Raising children is one of the hardest things that we can do in life, and, and you're doing it. You're doing better than you think you are. It's a high calling that God has given to us as mothers. He chose us. And that's the thing, second thing I think Jochebed would tell us, that you matter more than you think you do. You know, God chose Jochebed to be Moses' mother, but she chose to have faith. And the Bible tells us uh, in Jeremiah 1.5, Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you, and I set you apart for a holy purpose. I appointed you. You know, that is true of you and I as well. He planned us, he created us, he imagined us, and he planned the day that we were born. He knew that 
Michelle was going to be born in 1969, and as a mother of three children in, in 2020, that I would face a pandemic just as you are. And he planned and he formed you and he appointed you for this time. Uh, The Bible talks about Esther, that she went into the kingdom for such a time as this. Well, mom, you're here for such a time as this. And you matter more than you think you do. Your children need you. Your family needs you. You matter right now because God has appointed you. It may be a disappointment we're we're going through, but it doesn't change our assignment and our appointment to this time, for this season, and for this reason. God created you. He gave you the job to be the mother of the children that you're the mother of because you're the girl for the job. You are created and designed especially for your children. They need your encouragement, and you matter more than you think you do. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine over the phone, and she was telling me about a situation with her young son that the teachers had called, and they were talking about it before um, we went into this at-home, stay-at-home order, and before she became the, school, the, um, the teacher online for, for her son. But she was talking to the school, and they were telling her that he has a learning disorder, and a, actually said a brain disorder. And it was so devastating to this mom. And then she brings her son home, and she's trying to teach him, and she's got all these thoughts in her mind and of how she's not measuring up. And one day her son just started drawing pictures and leaving them around the house. And I saw one of the pictures on, on social media and it blew my mind. The kid is amazing, amazing. Such a talent that he has with art, art and drawing. He may not fit the, the world system of education and fit exactly their mold, but this kid's going to change the world with his art. And guess what? His mom is home. He is home for his mom to speak into his life, to speak words of hope and courage into his life because God planned for that to happen. God made her his mother. He needed her at this time. And you matter more than you think you do, mom. So keep pressing forward. I know Jacobed would encourage us because God had a plan for her to be Moses' mother as well. And he had a reason because Moses, actually, when she uh, kept him in quarantine for three months and then she placed him in the Nile River in a basket and Pharaoh's daughter lifted him up out of the water and she adopted him as her son. And then Jochebed actually was hired to be the Moses' nurse, the baby's nurse for Pharaoh's daughter. God had this amazing plan put together. And Moses actually saved the Hebrew people. It's determined at least a million people. He brought them out of slavery in Egypt into freedom. God had a perfect plan. And she mattered more than she even knew. And I think she would tell us and she would tell you that you matter more than you think you do. And the third thing I want to tell you today that I think that Jacobet would encourage us with is obviously God is doing more than we could think or even imagine. I had a friend text me that this week. God is doing more than we can even see during this time. Um, The scripture tells us in Ephesians 3.20, this is how we started our year at Rethink Life. We started with the series Imagine. 
We had no idea what God was going to do this year. But he, can, he is still doing more than we can imagine or think. The scripture says, Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all we can dare, ask, or even think infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power that is at work within us. Every stress-filled situation is loaded with opportunities. And right now, I want to encourage you, Mom, as we're kind of coming out of this COVID-19 situation that we've been in, this quarantine, that God is done and he is doing more than we can imagine or even think. When Jochebed hid her baby out of faith, the Bible says she hid her baby. He was, God was doing more than she ever dreamed. This baby would save her people. No telling what God is doing in your life right now. He's doing more than you can imagine or even dream. And I, I know that Jochebed would encourage us with that. And I want to encourage you that God is at work in your family. I've been speaking with other moms and wives that God has brought about healing during this time, during this quarantine time as husbands and wives have been home, you know, days on end. And they've been able to work out some things that, had been swept under the rug, but now they're getting all this time together to work through things, and God has brought about healing in their marriage. I have a sweet friend that God has brought about healing with her relationship with her mom because they're now spending time together uh, through FaceTime, and they've found something that they have connected with, and she's never had this connection with her mom in her entire life. She has this beautiful relationship that is forming because God is doing more than we can even imagine or think. So be encouraged by these things today that, that God is at work in our lives. You're doing better than you think you are. You matter more than you think you do. And God is doing more than we can even imagine. And the Bible does tell us that in, in Hebrews eleven six that it's impossible to live, and it's impossible for us to please God without faith. Uh, Hebrews 6, 11 says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And the Bible tells us that faith without works, without strength behind it, it's no good. So today, I want to just give you a few things that we can hold on to as we press into living this life of faith, how we can hold on to faith. And the scripture, Hebrews eleven twenty three 23, is the passage that I've been talking about, about Jochebed. It says that it was by faith that Moses' parents hid him for three months when he was born. They saw that God had given them an unusual child, and they were not afraid to disobey Pharaoh's command. Um, it's by faith that we live. And I want to just give you how to hold on to faith. I've broken down the word faith, and I've given you an acrostic that I, that I want to just give you right now. You may want to just write it down. You can find it in our Rethink Life app as well. But just hang on to this, because it's something that we can live our faith by. It's a firm foundation that we can live our lives on. We have to have something to hold on to. And that is faith. If we want to live a life that honors God as mothers. And right, so I want to give it to you. So F in the word faith stands for first, seek God. I know it's simple, 
but it is one of the most, if not the most important thing in our life. I want to encourage you as a mom to seek after God first. First seek God. The Bible tells us in Matthew 6, 33, but first seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these other things will be added to you. You know, what we do first and what we put first in our life is what we are at the end. So that's why it's so important that as we pursue this life of faith that we first seek God. You can get up just a little bit early on uh, in the morning and, and have a moment to seek God. The simplest way that I have found that's out there is just spend five minutes in prayer, five minutes in the Word of God, and five minutes in worship. When I get up in the morning, I, I get before God in prayer. I turn on my worship music, and I just begin to dive into the Word of God and seek Him first because it gives me a, a new perspective on my day. It changes my day. If, if I seek Him, him first. It gives me a new perspective that gives me the strength to be the mom that I need to be, which is not perfect. But at least I have that foundation in my life that I can look to and know that God is giving me the strength that I need for this day. And secondly, so the, the word F is first, excuse me, the letter F is first seek God. The letter A is allow room for faults and failures. Now in this uh, quarantine, I have been hanging out with two amazing guys, my husband and my son. But the three of us have extremely, extremely strong personalities. And so I'm so thankful that at the beginning of this quarantine, that God gave me a scripture as I was seeking him. And the scripture is Colossians 3.13. I love it. It says, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. And to me, the key phrase is, like I said, allow for faults and failures is make allowance for. I looked up the word allowance, and it means that you're, you're planning for it. You're expecting it. You're anticipating it. When I was a little girl, uh, my parents gave me an allowance on Saturday mornings. I knew it was coming. I was planning for it, and I was prepared for it. But the Bible tells us that we need to make allowance for each other's faults. And so I can't have expectations of perfection of myself and I can't have expectations of perfection for anybody else around me. I have to make allowance. I have to be prepared for it so that I won't be disappointed. I won't be disappointed in myself and I won't be disappointed in others. I make allowance for it and I choose to forgive. I forgive myself and I forgive others quickly. It's important that we have homes that are filled with grace. It's, it's one of the most important things that we do as mothers, that we have grace for ourselves. We're not perfect. That's why we need Jesus. Others around us are not perfect. That's why we need Jesus to fill us with his spirit and make us able to forgive and to move forward. We need a space of grace in our homes. And we need to have that, that attitude of forgiveness, to forgive quickly. I'm thankful that my dad has kind of pressed that into me. And, and he's kind of, when I've wanted to hold on to things, he's not allowed me to when I was growing up. And even as I got older, when and people in the family would offend me. He, he said, no, we will be a family that forgives and we will be a family that moves on. We will not hold on to these things. No matter how hard we were hurt, how bad we were hurt, 
we will forgive and move on. Now, there's some things that you have to protect yourself from. I'm not talking about those things, but I'm talking about the things that so easily offend us. We need to make allowance for our faults, our failures, and we need to make allowance for the faults and failures around us so that we can have this life that holds on to faith. This is what the Bible tells us, just that culture of grace in our homes. And the third letter of the word faith is I, and that is to initiate the support of others. You know, this is so important that we have mentors in our, in our faith and that we pursue others, initiate relationships with others. You know, it's important that we seek out people that are doing life that, the way they have the faith that we want to have in our life. I am so thankful for friendships that I have that, that I have sought out. You know, it's not that people always come and find you. You know, sometimes when we get in a tough spot, we expect that people come and and find us. But it's important that we initiate. We seek out people that are living the life that we want to live. And I seek them out and I seek out their their thoughts on relationships, on mothering, on on, uh, marriage. And I'm so thankful that I have those mentors in my life and some that are even at a distance that I just watch and I learn from. It's important that we have those people in our life that we're initiating that relationship. You know, we've been in isolation and it's been difficult. I don't know about you, but it's it's been difficult. And spiritually, we cannot isolate ourselves. We have to insulate ourselves with the right people, and you have to initiate finding those people in your life. You know, we have life groups here at Rethink Life Church. It's important that you find yourself in a life group. Get yourself placed in it. You have to initiate it, though. They're not going to come find you. They need you to initiate being in that group. We started at the beginning of this year something we called She Mentoring. I'm actually uh, mentoring nine girls right now, and I'm loving every minute of it. But you can find that on our website, just rethinklife.com backslash she. You'll find all the information there. We need more mentors. So if you would like to be a mentor, sign up right there. If you want to be mentored, sign up right there. Initiate it. We need to be walking this life of faith together. That's what Jochebed would tell us as she came down from the stands to run this lap with us. Initiate it. Get involved. Reach out. Don't do life alone. We need each other, especially as moms. We need each other. Initiate support from others. I love the scripture in 2 Timothy that talks about the faith that was passed on, the strong faith that was passed on from generation to generation. That's something we have to initiate and we have to seek out in our lives, especially if we were not raised in a faith-filled home. And the letter T in the word faith stands for teach by example. You know, like I said, we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. But our lives are an example, especially as mothers. We, we live our life on a platform. All of us actually live our life on a platform. There's somebody that you are influencing. And as mothers, we have the opportunity, just the amazing opportunity and gift to influence our children, no matter what age they are, no matter what stage of life they're in. We get the opportunity to teach 
by example, even as grandmothers, as great-grandmothers, the life that we are living is an example to those around us. Deuteronomy 5 teaches us that we are to uh, love the Lord our God with all of our heart, our soul, and our strength, and that we must commit ourselves to wholeheartedly living these commandments that, that, the Bible, that they were giving that day. Repeat them again and again to your t- children. Talk about them when you're at home and when you're on on the road and when you're going to bed and when you're getting up. There's nothing more important than the Word of God in our lives, and, and our lives have to be filled with that purpose. And everything we do, our, our lives speak a lot louder than our word, words as moms. I, I think you would agree. The things that we do, the, the life that we live by faith, the way that we give, the way that we treat our spouse, the way that we love others around us, the way that we serve, the way that we seek God first, it speaks a lot louder than what we say. What we do and teaching by example is the greatest thing that we can do as parents. You know, leaders know the way, they go the way, and they show the way. And that's what we do as mothers. We know the way to go, and we show that to our children. We're imprinting our lives on our children. We are pressing in and imprinting their lives. And I just want to encourage you to teach by example this life of faith. We're not perfect but we have the choice and our children are not perfect. And we pray that even as the prodigal son, the father did all that he could do. He lived the life that he was supposed to live. He blessed his child and his child went wayward and went off the other way. There's nothing that we can do about the choices that they make. All we can do is teach the life that they're to live. And the seeds that we plant in their life, the Bible says that his word will not return void in their life. We saw that prodigal son come home and the father rejoicing. I pray that over you today as a mom. If that's the situation that you're in, continue to hold on to faith. Continue to teach your life by example. Teach your children by example. God will be faithful. He will answer your prayers. I believe it today that those prodigal sons and daughters are coming home. And I've even seen it happen during this quarantine time. God is at work. We can hold on to faith. And the last thing in the letter or in the word faith, the last letter is to hold on to confidence. Hold on to confidence. Hebrews 10, 35 and 36 says, So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. Don't give up. Hold on to your confidence. The Bible tells us in Philippians that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He's giving you the strength today to do what you need to do. You gotta walk in confidence. Don't lose your confidence. You've gotta walk with intentionality in your life. I love the scripture that I read. Uh, actually, this week it's Proverbs fourteen twenty six. I'd never read it in the Passion Version. It says, confidence and strength flood the hearts of the lovers of God who live in awe of him. And their devotion provides their children 
with a place of shelter and security. Did you know that when we hold on to confidence, when we hold on to faith in our lives, it provides a place of shelter and security for our children throughout their entire life. It provides a place where they know they can go to because they saw mama loving Jesus and she had confidence in her life. No matter what she went through, no matter how bad she might have failed and came back, she held on to confidence. She held on to Jesus. This gives our children a place of security, a place of shelter when they can know that they can go to the rock that is higher than themselves, that they can build their life on a firm foundation, and that is Jesus Christ. So today, I just want to encourage you moms that that you're doing better than you think you are. You matter more than you think you do. You were created for this time, and you're the girl for the job. And God is doing more than you think or even can imagine. And as we hold on to faith, as we hold on to faith, as we walk by faith, as Jochebed did, as she ran this lap with us today, she would remind us to hold on to faith today. You know, there's something that's called uh, faith, a saving faith, and there's also a sustaining faith. Today, I'm talking to you about a sustaining faith. But you have to first have that relational, saving faith in Jesus Christ before you can have the sustaining faith in your life. And I want to encourage you with that today, that you need to have a relationship with Him. When you're seeking first Him in your life, it's not about a list of to-dos. It's not a ritual. It's not a religion. It's a relationship with Jesus. You know, there was a lady that I heard of uh, that was uh, born in the early 1900s. She was a beautiful child, and, and uh, her, her mother raised her with faith. And, and then she got married, and, and she had a daughter. And, and then her husband actually went off to war, to the Vietnam War. And he was struggling there. And, 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 but before he left, she became pregnant, and, and she had a son while he was off at war. And when he came home... He still struggled and, and, and was just fighting with a, do- a lot of different things, mentally and physically. And eventually that man died when that, that boy that she had had was a teenager. And she continued to, she had this encouraging faith. She was a, a school bus driver and, and uh, she supported her, her two children, her daughter and her son as a school bus driver. And she would encourage them with faith that God was still up to something in their life, even though they had lost their dad and, and she had lost her husband. And that, that boy, that teenage boy, he actually began to rebel. He, he went off another way, got connected with the wrong crowd. He was frustrated. He was mad at life. But this mama continued to pray and press it in faith, believing that her son would come home. And if she got a new job, she, she found an, a man that that she married and the son was still frustrated and but yet he then went off to college and he met this amazing young lady and she helped him get back on track and and this mom was so thankful that that she had come into their lives and her son married this this young lady and he 
actually became a pastor. God called him into the ministry. And his mom never gave up hope or faith. And that man and that woman, that, that son that she had, he had four daughters. And he raised these four daughters with his beautiful wife, and, and they did ministry together. And, and then a couple of those daughters went into ministry themselves. And, and then those four daughters had 11 children. So this, this man had 11 grandchildren. This, this, this mother had uh, all these great-grandchildren. And some of those children are, are a part of, of the ministry as well now. Some of those grandchildren, great-grandchildren of this woman of faith that almost lost everything, but she held on to faith. Well, I'm just here to tell you today that that was my grandmother. And I want to encourage you today. Hold on to faith. I'm standing here today because she held on to faith. No matter what she went through, she held on to faith. And I'm a witness. I'm here today because she held on. So I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you today, moms. Hold on to that sustaining faith in your life. And if you've never entered into a relationship with Jesus, I just want to pray with you right now. Can we pray together? I want to give you that opportunity. And I also want to pray over you moms that you not give up, that you hang on and you hold on to faith today. Let's pray together. Father, thank you so much that you give us your word to encourage us, to give us hope, to give us confidence, God. And Lord, I just thank you. Lord, I pray for those moms that are feeling like they're overwhelmed and they're not good enough. God, I pray that you would give them the sustaining faith that they need, that you would inspire and encourage them right now, God, that your spirit would speak to them. And if you've never given your life to Christ, I just want to, I want to give you that opportunity right now. The Bible says, behold, I stand at the door and knock on the door of your heart. And if any man open his heart's door to me, I'll come in. And the Bible tells us that we have to just, it's as simple as uh, ABC, that we admit that we're a sinner, that we believe that Jesus died on the cross for us, and we confess with our mouth that he is the Lord of our life. So let's pray together. If you've never started that relationship, again, it's not about a religion. It's about a relationship. Let me pray with you. You can pray this simple prayer after me in your heart. Father, I admit that I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. I, I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for my sin, that He was buried, and on the third day He arose again, conquering death, hell, and the grave for me. And I confess with my mouth that He is the Lord of my life today. I confess that He is my Savior. Thank you, God, for sending Jesus. Thank you for saving my soul. I invite Jesus to come into my life, to forgive me, to cleanse me, to make me right with you. Lord, we love you. We thank you, God, for those that just prayed that prayer, God, that are beginning a journey with you today in the name of Jesus. Jesus, we pray. Amen. 
Thank you so much. If you prayed that prayer with me, we're going to put a number down at the bottom of the screen. You can text that number, I have decided. Just text the words, I have decided. And that's going to come to us. I'm going to rejoice with you that you have decided to have God in your life, to accept Jesus as your Savior, to have a faith you can hold on to for the rest of your life. And I would love to rejoice with you. Pastor Rodney and I have written a little booklet called Rethinking Life Every Day. We'd love to send that to you just as you begin this relationship with Jesus. So if you could text us, it's going to shoot you a little form for you to fill out, and we're going to email you that that booklet, and you can get started. It's got a 30-day devotional reading in there, and we would love to send that to you, and we'd love to rejoice with you for the decision that you have made today. Moms, let me encourage you. Let me say I love you. I believe in you. And I want to encourage you just to hold on to faith because God is doing more than we can think or even imagine. Well, thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, It would mean a great deal to us if you would consider rating it and even sharing it with your friends. You can click on the share button, take a screenshot, and share it on your social stories. And be sure to tag us at Rethink Life Church. To learn more about our church, check out RethinkLife.com. Until next time, hey, we love you and believe the best is yet to come in your life.